Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. 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 Let him work it out! It's between the two of them! Huh? Let the games begin! Hey I'm very aroused. Welcome to the Coliseum, a podcast with three high school best friends, UV, Tommy, and Basto, who talk about everything from our personal experiences, current events, sports, movies, and music. Nothing is off limits. All right, everybody, welcome to the Coliseum. This is episode four. What we're going to be doing this week, we're going to have some conversations. Start off with UV's curveballs. We're going to get into some Tom Brady. We're going to get into some conversations about the fallen officers in New York City and a little bit of Bostos hypotheticals and maybe a, a mental health segment. Tommy, what are you thinking about that? Oh, I'm ready for it, sir. Okay. I think we're ready to go. So I'm going to go ahead and start us off with the curveballs. If you guys are ready, Desert Island, it. Desert Island. Okay. Uh, you could take one movie with you and one album, musical album. What would it be? Ooh. What would it be? Oh, that is a great curveball, sir. For me personally, movie, I'm going to go Anchorman. Ooh, that's a good one. Just because, and obviously the first one, the first one, ladies and gentlemen, don't get ridiculous with that second one. Hey, but. hey, 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 don't disrespect Anchorman <laughs> 2, The Legend Continues. Rewatch it, give it three or four watches, and it is actually, it does hold up, it is really good. Okay, really good. does something hold up if you have to watch it three or four times? How many times did it take to watch Anchorman <laughs> 1? We didn't, Once. We weren't, no, we were not fans right away back then. We Speak for yourself, sir. This is. It took time. It took time. That was not a box office smash. For it me, became, it was. I don't even remember seeing that in the theater. Did you go with another friend? <laughs> sir, we're getting off topic here. Let's get back to the. <laughs> You're worried about the wrong thing. Fair enough. Either way, Anchorman. You know, you know what, you know what movie I had to watch a few times, and it's like my one of my favorite movies of all time is Nacho Libre. The first time I watched it, I was like, this movie is fucking terrible. And then the second time I watch it, I swear I couldn't breathe. The whole way through. There's some, I could not breathe, bro. There are some films that need a, a rewatch before you start to enjoy them. Anchorman 2 is one of them. Hot take. I've never seen Nacho Libre. Oh, my God. Go watch it twice, bro. That's it. Shut your butt. There it is. Go watch it one time and roll your eyes and then watch it again and just laugh. <laughs> okay. All right. I will do that. Now, okay. the album. I mean, there's a few. I think when it comes down to it, honestly, it's going to be the Eminem show. The reason is back in high school, quick little tangent high school story. I don't know if you boys remember this, but Thanksgiving break, I actually got to leave a day early because I was going to visit the wonderful college in Pensacola, Florida. And I was going with some other classmates, not you boys. And um, hmm. the whole trip from down south to Pensacola, can't remember how many hours it took, probably about 16 hours or so a long ass trip i just listened to that album non-stop and it just blew my mind and that like i don't know it just it made the trip go so fast so i know on a desert island i'm not gonna get tired of it i'm gonna love it and i'm just gonna keep having it on repeat it's gonna keep me in a great mood great album i have no damn it my words quorms are quorms is that the right word qualms 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 <laughs> As you can tell, I'm not that smart, ladies let's and just, gentlemen. Let's, let's just say it like this. I have no problem <laughs> with that answer. And actually, that was going to be my answer, but I changed my mind. Is that yeah. how that works? You, no, I changed it now that I've done some research. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, hmm. Bosto, I want to hear your answer, though, because you V through the curveball. So let's hear it. All right. Mines are a little weird. Like, movie, I'm probably going to have to take Happy Gilmore. 
Classic. I don't know. <laughs> when I was younger, we had that on uh, VHS, one of the only ones. So we had it on rotation a lot. Monster, can you explain what a VHS movie. is? For never mind. We we did explain that previous episode. I do apologize, <laughs> folks. Uh, it's a magic plastic box. Anyways, uh, album. I'm have to go Michael Jackson Thriller. Uh, I I love Michael Jackson, and uh, I'm gonna be on a desert island, so I don't want anything too you know dark and moody i want something more you know that keeps me going so while i'm building my hut or building a fire i could you know want to be stuck in something you want to be <laughs> oh god <laughs> like that all right all right all right you know what i'm saying all right you'll be you okay as far as movie i'm gonna go with my favorite movie of all time which is which is you guys are gonna think i'm a loco for this uh eight mile eight mile <laughs> It's pretty cool, I guess. I like 8 Mile. 8 Mile's dope. I just watched that over and over again. I mean, you've got Eminem. I could watch the last uh, scenes over and over and over and over again. Oh, hell yeah. It's a great movie. I don't know, though. I don't know. I was kind of debating going with a comedy because I want to laugh. You're on a desert island. You want to laugh. But yeah. ultimately, I'd go with 8 Mile. You know what else? What's really good on the 8 Mile is the is the deleted scenes. Ooh, when the, he extras, actually, the extras are fire. When he actually has to battle yes. those yes. other rappers and he actually Fire. has to spit yeah that's that's so pretty. you got to take the deleted scenes and the extras with you on the island too bro yeah we're taking the dvd taking the whole DVD. <laughs> oh that's you're not choice. taking the vhs what's a dvd <laughs> you have to explain the dvd to Yo, you. technology has gone by so fast bro we keep throwing stuff out there like cassettes dvds and vhs's that nobody knows what the hell we're talking about i think most people know what a dvd is the kids right. don't know the kids don't know man. <laughs> no they don't yeah. know i told the kid about michael jackson he didn't know who the hell i was talking about it was crazy oh i'm sorry uv you, you have to bring up the album now oh i don't, don't tell me it's the eight mile soundtrack is it sir does it have to be <laughs> can it be a compilation it can. can be whatever you want. So You're I taking with an album with you. It's your now, goddamn went, question. You guys remember the uh, series? Now that's what I call music. <laughs> Which Hold one? On. Which Hold year? On. Well, here's the deal. I'm going with the decade <laughs> album, the compilation. Now that's what I call the 2000s. Got 60 oh, tracks. Shit. 60 tracks. Nothing but 2000s hits. I'll name you some I of the uh, some of the songs it. here. Uh, I got a feeling. I, I kissed a girl and I liked it. Umbrella, you got all right. Uh, that's okay, I guess. There's not too much hip hop in here. Oh, you got Justin Timberlake, sexy back. Oh my god, this is terrible. Yeah, I mean, you have a little bit of everything. Hey, yeah, by Outcast. I know how much you guys okay. love Outcast. I do you love Outcast. Hmm. Anything you lost your virginity to on that? Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, that soundtrack. Poker face. <laughs> you did to that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> all right, that's a good. That's a good curveball segment. All right. Uh, that was a good segment, sir. It is. I like that. I like that. All right. That was a great first segment. Let's jump into our next topic, boys. I don't know if y'all saw the breaking news that then maybe wasn't news today that occurred. Did y'all did y'all hear about this Tom Brady yep. retiring? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then maybe not retiring. What's going on with that? Boss, don't break it down for us. I heard that apparently Adam Schefter, uh, a reporter, broke the news first Okay. about uh, Tom Brady retiring. And over the hours, we heard that, oh, everyone's speculating about why he's retiring, this and that. And then finally, I guess Tom Brady Sr. said that his son is not retiring. So hmm. everyone's confused about it. I think it's a case of um, everybody, you know, how the media wants to be the first to report instead of actually reporting news. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say Tom Brady Sr., always good for a good soundbite. 
This guy's just always in shit. Like, this is like one of the sports fathers who he's kind of like LeVar Ball type, I think. Just not as out there. But definitely, you're always hearing shit from Tom Brady's dad. I know I have. But I did want to clarify for the audience, for okay. those listeners who don't know who Tom Brady is. Tom Brady, <laughs> born to Tom Brady Sr. And Bre- no, I don't, okay, I don't know. I don't know. All the I think most everybody knows who Tom Brady <laughs> He's is. He's just the fucking greatest of all time, bro. That's it. But for those you who You think he won know. the MVP this year? You think no, he won the I MVP this year? I don't. Personally, I don't what? think he wins it. Who's getting it? Rodgers? You think Rodgers gets it? Aaron Rodgers is the favorite to get it. I think I think Tom Brady had less of a team and and has better numbers this year. Uh, negative on that. Clearly, I'm about to pull your football card, Bosto. But if you check the Vegas, <laughs> tell odds, me. Read the goddamn room. If you pull the Vegas odds, sir, Aaron Rodgers is the favorite to win. But Tom Brady, for those who don't know, the goat, the greatest quarterback <laughs> of all time. I did not like him, but I do have to give him his props, man. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, boys. I really thought he was a byproduct of Bill Belichick's system in new england and the fact that he was able to go to tampa and win right away i give the man his props and that really that really did it for me um but yeah one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the game folks i agree and i still think he he should get the mvp this year okay (laughs) yes guys i gotta stop you i gotta stop you what happened y'all didn't hear the background noise i think that was my dryer that's why. Yes, that's my dryer, bro. Fosto, can you read the Literally the entire time. What am I supposed to do? I can't just jump up and do it. I asked you if you could hear the dryer in the background. Apparently, you could. Well, I heard that. That's why I took my headphones. I'm like, my kids are playing with their toys or something. I can see the panic in your face. It was hilarious. I can't do anything. What is that? Just finished. Okay. All right. All right. Let's get back onto it. All right, all right, all right. I don't think he should retire, even if you. I think he still has a couple more years, really good years on him. I mean, he played at near MVP level. Why not stay a couple more years? Why not? I don't know. Great question. Why not? I I think the reasons of the why nots that he's looking at is his family, his wife wants to be there for the kids. Interestingly enough, a few days ago, he made those comments. I, I believe after their loss, he talked about that. You know, that he'll know when it's time. He's not playing at a championship level, which clearly this year they didn't make it to the championship. They didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Uh, But he's talking about his wife and his kids. And I thought, hmm, you know what? This man might actually retire. And then I saw the breaking news today and I was like, not surprised because I already had that in in my mind. But then I saw the flip reversal and I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Before the reversal, though, when you heard he was retiring. Yeah. How'd you feel? I I was happy for him. Like, I, I think it's. I'm not saying it's time for him to hang it up because I do think he has a good two years at a high level football a skill left in him. I was just happy for him because he was making that decision and that's what's going to bring him happiness. So if he's happy, I'm happy for him. Basta, what did you feel as soon as you heard he was retiring? What did you think? We know you're a Brady. I was, surpri- I was I was surprised. He went pretty far without like, you know, Chris Godwin. He had a few people down for a while. Like, I felt like they, they could have done a little bit more. They did it without, they were expecting to have Antonio Brown there too. I don't know. I, I felt like. Oh, they're going to run it back. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know if AB will be there. But no, I don't think, I don't think, back. I don't think AB will be there. But I'm saying like, I was surprised that he said he was retiring. I mean, I, I remember seeing his Instagram post the other day and he, it looked like he had a question about retirement in there. Yeah. In the, That's in what the, I'm talking about, man. That's what. That's why it didn't surprise me. Like there just comes a time where you just got to sit back and look and say, okay, 
what brings me this happiness in this crazy world? And it was sports for him. And now it's just like, man, he has kids. He wants to be there for his kids. You know, he wants to be able to be there for them, be there for his wife. Now, I will say this out of like all the major sports, I'm not going to say that football is the easiest, but I will say, I feel like since football is only 17 weeks out of the year and you only play on Sundays, I feel like you potentially, and again, I have no idea. I didn't make it to the NFL. I was pretty close, ladies and gentlemen, but did not make it. <laughs> but I feel like you might have a little bit more family time than some of the other professional leagues, especially goddamn baseball with their 182 games or however many 62, games they play 60, in a year. 162. Especially if you're not hitting those That's right. especially if you're not hitting those off-season OTAs. Yeah. Which which Levets like that, they don't. They don't. Right. Yeah. They so, don't hit it. You got extra time. My initial reaction when I heard he was retiring was sadness because I, as he grew older in his career, I grew to love him. I hated him at the beginning. Same. I hated the Patriots, but I mean, towards the end, I, I did start to respect him because, you know, we're all growing older and just to be so good at something while you're continuing to age. I don't know. I, I just have so much admiration Speak for that. For yourself. I still look 18, bro. Uh, <laughs> that's mighty wide of you Hit uh, <laughs> to bring it to you my guy but uh <laughs> anyway that's good tom brady stuff we'll see though we're gonna find out if he's actually retired or not i don't know what do you guys think okay i say no i say he comes back i say he they run it too. they run it back i say he comes back i, I say, say he comes back. back yeah all right good stuff good stuff let's go ahead and move forward Okay. We're going to get into something that's a little more serious. I know, you know, here on the Coliseum, we're all about, first of all, we're all about fighting. Second Correct. of all, we're all about jokes, laughing, having a good time with each other. But we do like to get serious every once in a while. And there is a situation just occurred <laughs> here in New York City. I know Bostos from New York City. I think I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. Maybe you explain kind of what happened and then we'll all give our opinions on what's going down yeah we we know about the the two police officers that were that were involved in uh in a shootout in harlem uh the younger one who was uh officer rivera who was 22 who recently just got married three months ago yeah i was uh watching his widow give the eulogy in the saint saint peter's cathedral in manhattan and i nearly broke down listening to it it was it was cool seeing all the posts too of uh, the thousands of police officers that were on the the street uh, giving the salute while they were taking his body away from uh, the cathedral. Another big thing was uh, was the comment that his widow made about the, the AD, that he was very soft on crime, you know, the bail reform that needs to happen, that nobody's safe in New York because of all these soft, soft laws. So um, uh, I want to hear the what new, you guys have to say the about The new district that. attorney, Bragg. Yeah, the new district attorney. Yeah, DA. DA. The, the, yeah. the DA, I said AD, right? Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, she took the shots DA, at him, man. She called him she out. She took big shots at him, and I, I and I find myself agreeing with that. Like before, you guys move forward. I'm not too familiar with the story. I read about it a little bit. You know, you said it, it was a shootout in Harlem. How did it? It was a domestic call. They show up, him and another officer, and it was like an ambush. They get into the hallway and they just shoot at each other. Wow. All three of them end up in the hospital and end up succumbing to their injuries. The the two officers and the the suspect. So it was just one guy. It was one guy, yeah. What a shame. And they were young. Well, I think one was 27. Let me let me find the name. It was Officer Mora, I think, right? And Officer yeah. Rivera. Officer Wilbert yeah. Mora. Yeah. Yeah, sad. What a shame. What were you gonna say, Tommy? Man, that's just tough. You know, it's just you know they're just doing their jobs. 
go into a domestic disturbance. Someone called. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know the full details. I don't know if the wife or girlfriend. Someone called. They're doing their due diligence, doing their job, going to go check up just to make sure everybody is safe. And you're absolutely right, man. It was essentially just like an ambush. The dude, apparently the um, offender was behind a bedroom door. And whenever they got there, just opened fire, essentially killing both of them. And um, a third officer, which um, a rookie officer. So, I mean, that that person has barely been on the job. You must They must be scared shitless ends up shooting and killing the offender. So man, it's just a tough situation. And then, you know, I didn't, I didn't listen to her speech, but I did get to see like pictures and it's just a crazy society, man, that we live in today. Crazy world. What do you think about all this? uh, Like every other time I hear all this stuff about, you know, repeat offenders, they go in, they commit, you know, uh, assault, and then they end up being released back into the street immediately. And then the next time you hear like, oh, they murdered somebody, they pushed someone into the train tracks. How does this keep happening? And why? That's the the why's is something that I don't understand. Living here in Houston and having two daughters myself, um, the... uh, Right before this story, I believe the day before, three officers here in Houston were responding to a call and were shot at. Luckily, no one died, but they got shot at and responding to a call. And it seems like to me every other day, and I always try to stay positive and trying to look at anything negative, but you know, it's very hard with social media nowadays. And it seems like every other day, especially here in Houston, I hear exactly what Bosto is saying violent offenders, not even just, you know, your typical assault, you know, you got into a fight with some dude or somebody and I'm in jail for assault. No, man, I we're talking about here in Houston and I'm sure it's the same in New York. I haven't seen personally, but aggravated like robbery, potential homicide offenders that are getting out and then recommitting the same crimes that they were essentially arrested. Worse crimes or even worse worse crimes. crimes. And I, it's a hundred percent. I am. And it is tricky. I'm not going to lie. It is tricky because I am a hundred percent on the side of you are innocent until proven guilty. Some of these violent crimes though, man, are just, I believe the bonds, bonds or bail, whatever I th- the bail for them. It's just way too low, way too easy way to reach too that low. Yes. Way too easy to reach that bail and then get back out on the streets. I think you just have to take, I don't think there should be a blanket, Hey, if you're charged with this, it's just a blanket, no bail. No, of course not. But I think you need to take every situation and look at everything that goes into it and decide. And I don't feel like these judges are making some of the best decisions. Do you think these judges should get, should like face any repercussions for this? Because I see that on social media too, all over the place. Man, it's tough. I see people saying that. And at first I thought yes. And then I thought no. And I keep going back and forth. And I will say this as somebody who ran to be a judge once. No, I'm just kidding. I never did. But you could imagine what it would be like if I did, homeboys. But someone, you know, looking at it from the outside, none of us have ever been judges. And that's a hard spot to be in and to decide that fate. But I think they should be held responsible to an extent. I just don't know. I don't think you can do anything. I don't think anything criminally should be held responsible, but there needs to be 
some type of system in place that checks these judges to see their track record and see what decisions they're making and then go from there. Everybody makes mistakes, but you know, if one or two mistakes and they need to look at that and say, Hey, is this something we need to punish them for or remove them as a judge? So I don't know, but I will swing it back. Cause I could tell he wants to talk. So we get right back to Boston. Skip over UV again. No, I'm just kidding. We're going to swing <laughs> it to UV. because I've been raising my hand here on the feed for a he's, while. Nobody can see him, but he's been <sighs> jumping up and down in the background, waiting to get in, shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I had so much to say, but you guys said it all, really. I mean, I have <laughs> what I was going to say was it's real easy for us to sit here from the outside sure. looking in. You know, you guys are from cities densely populated, right? Some of the most populous cities in America. Correct. And there's so many people there, so much crime that occurs. And we're here talking about judges. And a lot of times it's easier. Let's just move them on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I know what you're saying. They need to look more closely at all of these situations, but it's not that easy when there's so many people that are committing these crimes. I don't know. Would you argue for, okay, you guys did say innocent until proven guilty, but once you're guilty, are you guys saying let's, let's give these guys harsher sentences so they're not out so soon. Let's give them Some less opportunity have- for them to get out early a lot of these people that that are committing these offenses over and over again have mental issues so i don't know what they're doing on that end but i'm saying like if if someone you have video of someone assaulting a person and then you re-release them the next day and then they push someone onto the train tracks and that kills them what are you supposed to tell the family of that person and it's been happening over and over i don't i don't even i what are you supposed to do i don't understand the the re-release thing i I, I, I don't know. I know, it's, I know it's what you're hard, saying. Man. I know what you're saying, but do you not believe that everybody deserves a second chance? Do you, I do. And that's I'm and that's where it gets up. And here's the deal: some people don't deserve that second chance. I get it. You got to look at the situation and see what's happening. But that's the justice system. I do I think you make that. some great points about the justice system and the is it pe- penal P- penal penal system penal yeah. The penal system being overran with offenders. Now, I don't have the answers. I don't know what the correct solution is. And it is easy to judge people after the fact and say, well, that judge fucked up. That's super easy to do us sitting here, right? But like, it's not working. Clearly, it's not working what we have in place now. Now we got to figure out, do we need more judges? Do we need harsher punishment, less punishment? I I agree with Bosto. Like, for the most part, people don't go out and commit violent crimes that don't have some form of mental health issues going on in their life. Now, I'm a big proponent for rehab for drug offenders. It's it's overran, and I think it's overran by a lot of drug offenders that don't need to be in jail. We need to look at other countries that are doing this right, and they're doing it better than us. I know we have a lot of pride as Americans, but we're not doing this correctly. There's people doing it better, and we need to figure out what we can do better. And that's okay if we're not the best at something, and it's okay to admit that we've messed up, but we're too prideful as a country to admit things like that and to ask for help in figuring this out. Here's the deal. America is the best country on this planet, but yeah, we got a lot of shit that's wrong here. We got to fix it. You know, the education system as an educator myself, there's, you know, so much issues there. The justice system. I mean, you guys are mentioning it. You guys are, are talking about it and you're right. That's actually a really good point. Like we got to look at other countries and see what's going on and see how we can get better and, and just try to fix it. And, and it's easy for us to sit here on the outside looking in 
and talk about it. But but you guys are right. You guys make some r- really good points. And I know you guys you guys see it firsthand, and I know it affects you guys way more than than what it hits me. And I can tell because you guys are passionate about it. I can tell by the way that you guys are are, are talking about it by the tone of your voices. I can appreciate it. Here's yeah. what I think we do here. I want you to fill your shot glasses up. We're gonna take a shot for these guys, these fallen soldiers. Agreed. Thank you for your service, boys. Uh, I know it's tragic. And I know the cops get a bad rap, but here's the deal. When something is happening to you, when you're in an emergency, who do you call? The cops. Police. The police. The way you said it, I want to say Ghostbusters. I don't know. Where, I don't know that was the first one that popped in my head. When you're in an emergency, who are you going to call? <laughs> the police, though. I mean, for real. Like, I, I know they get a bad rap. I know nobody's perfect. The police aren't perfect. I do support police officers because if i'm in an emergency guess what guess who i'm calling 911 i 100% agree i 100% support law enforcement officers and just like any job anything out there there's going to be bad apples in anything you do yeah, and just because of a few bad apples they all get a bad rap now do i think they're perfect no do i think there's a lot of education that needs to be done for our law enforcement officers and give them the proper training. I do think that is a big lack in the criminal justice system. You do agree that 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 movement that they were pushing back in the day, the defund the police was a really bad stance to have. So I think people misunderstood, I think, what they were trying to do, because I think whenever you hear the words defund, you just think a complete defund of it. There's no way in hell I would feel comfortable living in any city or state that does That's not what I'm have saying. police. Why Why push that agenda, defund was, the police? It was said the they, wrong way. It was said, it was the, said wrong the wrong way. way. What they're trying to say yes, is that 100%. all this money is going to law enforcement, but what are you getting in return? As a citizen, I want to see where's all this money going. What kind of trainings yeah. are these guys getting yeah. into to help them be better, to avoid the situations that, that happen? Because let's be honest, some of those situations were horrible. Oh, were horrible. 100%. There's a lot of people that have died that did not deserve or need to die because of yeah. the color of their skin. Yeah. And that is very sad to say that we still live in a society that that happens. I just think all that stuff happen. was worded improperly. I think their goal was to get the police funded properly with education. Yes. Accountability. Yes. Accountability yes. is what all we wanted. If you go into any of those neighborhoods, like I see it all the time on, on, on the news and stuff, they're not the ones saying defund the police. They want the police in their neighborhoods. They want a, they want a relationship with the police. Instead of them being like, oh, like I'm RoboCop, I got to find crime. You got to develop relationships with the police in your community. You know what I'm saying? That's how you take away from like just one-sided communication, you know, that happens all the time or, or a lot of misunderstanding. You know what I'm saying? That's what's happening. Just a bunch of misunderstanding instead of developing relationships. It's a great way to put it. Let's take a shot for these two soldiers. Uh, Do you mind reading their names out? Wilbert Mora. And then the other officer, the younger officer was Detective um, Rivera. I believe his first name was Jason. Jason Rivera. That is correct. Rest in peace, guys. Thank you for your Rest service. Rest in peace, boys. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I know it's time for Bastos Hypotheticals. This episode, Bastos Hypotheticals. We got to get some jingles for our stuff. You know, I showed my brother the, the couple episodes and his first initial reaction was, was like, why are you talking like that? You sound like you're, you're talking in your interview voice. Let's hear how you really talk. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Okay. I don't know. I Instead don't know of Bastos Hypotheticals, 
let me be honest with the audience. Uh, this is a last minute. I'm episode. still looking. I'm still looking. We're not prepared for this. Um, <laughs> so we all decided to kind of let's come up with a hypothetical situation. So, so hypothetically, well, what's think, a hypothetical that we could hypothetically give out? Hypothetically, I don't know. But here's <laughs> what we do. Let's just talk about let's let's scrap the hypotheticals this week. And let's do this. Let's talk about, you know, podcast is brand new. We're four episodes in. Let's talk about some of the feedback we're getting from friends and family. I haven't received too much feedback besides that, you know, it's funny, very entertaining. We just have a good dynamic. Just the three of us flow together and it just sounds natural. It doesn't sound forced or anything like that. Um, nothing really else, but I do want to say to the audience that we are open to any feedback and suggestions. You know, that's how we get better. We're only, like you said, we're only four episodes in. We're learning as we go. Uh, we're just three dudes that just love doing this, love talking to each other. So, you know, anything, any suggestions you've got, send it our way. I've really been asking for honest opinions. Most of the stuff I've received is positive, but as Basto said before, a lot of the people that are commenting are people that already know us. They love hearing these stories. They love hearing some yeah. of the, you know, the funny they situations do. that we got into. It's hard to be subjective whenever they yeah. know us. But I did get into some people who did not know us in high school. Okay. Friends of my wife. What they uh, say? They say that we were funny and it was okay. good, but there were moments that we lost them. We lost them because we we're talking about things that was that weren't relevant to them. And I think that's where we were learning as a podcast. We're learning how to navigate this stuff. What do people want to hear? While also, you know, trying to satisfy our own needs for talking about the things that we want to talk about. I'm gonna be honest here. I won love that feedback and appreciate that feedback and their honesty and willingness to tell us that because that's not easy to say to people like eh, i liked it but you lost me here but one thing they did say though one thing they did say okay. was that you know for a while they're like eh, i kind of lost them but then they'd say something funny that brought me back brought them back okay tell me what you want me to fuck. and there it is there it is <laughs> i mean here's the thing and just being honest and open, that's, I hear it. I appreciate that feedback and that will be taken. It's just hard to please everyone. There is going to always be topics that we will talk about where we will lose people. But I think that's what makes us, us is that we will talk about everything. We are open to talk and discuss about any topic and we have our own opinions and we won't always agree and there will be people out there that won't agree with us or will agree with us. We might lose people, bring people back. But Basto, I said it before, we're just three idiots here just trying to have a good time. And I think that for the most part, we do a good job about we're the having three a good best time. Friends. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, we are. So Basto, are you ready to give us what feedback you've gotten? <laughs> my, my. What did your what did your girl say about our podcast? Let's let's, let's go there. What did my girl say about my podcast? Um our, our podcast. Our podcast. Our, our, Calm down. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't First know. of all, that's exactly how my girl would respond to anything I say. All right. The way you just said R. These chicks don't even know the name of my band. It's not your podcast. It's our podcast. Uh she liked it. The the one thing that stuck in her head was that oh he he was a real ladies man blah blah and sex and this and that and I was like Come sir on, let me talk about I whatever thought, the fuck I want to talk about if it's thought, on the pod it's true I'm gonna be honest real. you were a ladies real. man sir I thought the sex symbol ladies man stuff yes it started with Boston but it deflected over back to us <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why she'd be bad about that let's be honest um, guys. we're all lady killers let's be honest let's be honest here no no we're, we're, ah, I can't say names we're talking. <laughs> we're talking 
<laughs> we're talking. Uh, I'm just saying ladies' names that we all dated, made out with, possibly did more with. I'm say it here on the pod. I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> yes, please. And so far, just so the audience is clear, those are all Bostos. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even got to. We haven't even got to us. No, 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 no. Sir, don't shy away from me. I it's happen to right. remember one. Nah, one what? Say it. Remember, no, talk. Say it. I happen to remember the love of your life. Who's the love of my life? We'll call her. Uh, let's call her KK. <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. My current girlfriend is the love of my life. All right. <laughs> we'll cut that. We'll cut that. Cut. Cut all that. Cut all that. We'll get into KK stories later on. <laughs> leave that in. I'll leave it. I mean, it's up to you. You know, Shut your butt. You know, I have final approval of all episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were we asking right now before we got to all that? I think we could Just not feedback come up with stuff, right? Hypothetically, we couldn't come up with any hypotheticals. So we just decided to wing it and it went well. It went great. All right. <laughs> Let's get into our final segment of the week. What is that? Mental health with Tommy Boy. Mental health check. Mental health check. Let's get into it. Whoa. Let's get into it. Yeah. Emotional damage. There we go. That's a good one. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. So mental health, man, something near and dear to my heart. Um, It's tough because mental health is something that as a society, there's a stigma around it and we for the most part, refuse to kind of acknowledge it, refuse to speak about it. And us all here might have been raised different, but I'm sure we all have the notion. And it's kind of just known, like, you know, we're men. We don't talk about mental health. We smile and move on because nobody cares about our problems. And that's just something that I want everybody out there to know that I do care about your problems and you need to take care of yourself and mental health, your mind, it's, it's a muscle and you need to work on it and, or your brain is a muscle and you just need to work on it. And it's something that is very near and dear to my heart. Something that, well, you know, I'll be honest with you, I've struggled before in the past, you know, I have no shame in it, not embarrassed at all. I feel like I'm at a great place in my life now. I do want to clarify all this before I continue, you know, I'm, I'm not a doctor, um, you know, at least not in the Western sense of the word. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. Not in any sense of the word, <laughs> but this is not any medical advice. I want to ask you boys a question. Um, what are some things in you guys do for your mental health for yourself? What are some things that you guys like to do? I like to push my emotions real deep down low and hide it, put it in a box, tie the bow, throw away the okay. lock. Why is that? Because that's how you've been kind of, um, I wouldn't say trained, but just kind of conditioned to do as a man. I feel like, um, in my household growing up, like we never really, we never really shared emotions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's the same way in a lot of Asian families too. You don't like, even now, like we're, we're more like my, my dad, this might get emotional. My dad had COVID and, uh, for the first time in a while, he, he kept saying, I love you, son. I love you, son. And I've Mm -hmm. never... I've never heard him say that. So it took like him getting scared of dying from COVID because he was close um, to say that in text messages over and over again. Me and my brother, too. We looked, my brother would call me like, is that all right? He keeps saying, 
those three words i love you a lot just like just that even giving hugs is like awkward with mm. family members in my in my household basto <laughs> cannot lie to you it's the exact same thing in my family <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard my dad tell me he loves me but you know what i know he does He that's what I'm saying. I know my father loves me too, yeah, but I'm saying like that's me. the first time I really heard it. Ever. That's the way my family was. There is no no emotions. There's no hugs. Hugs are weird and awkward. We don't tell yeah. each other we love each other. But I mean, I don't feel like I have to. I know it. I mean, either I, I don't it. feel like I have to either. Yeah. I, I think I know it just by everything they've done for me. I don't know. As as a person, do you feel like you need that? You got I don't it. need it. I don't need it either. I I don't think, but it it feels good though, right? It does feel good. It does feel good, but it also feels weird and good at the same time. Like you know, and that's the thing, right? Is like we I know that y'all know it, but you know, it feels good hearing that. It brings a certain smile to you. You know, it makes you feel better as a human, as a son. Makes me feel awkward. Yeah, but we could we could also go to the opposite direction where I see on TV where they throw those three words around like it's freaking candy, and it just like it doesn't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. But let me get back to it, though. Like anything else besides just pushing your emotions down? Do you guys are you guys aware? I guess one, are you aware of your the importance of your guys's own personal happiness and mental health? And then secondly, what do you guys try to do to improve it? Here's my mental health right here, guys. This is me every week. <laughs> For people who can't see, <laughs> because we don't really have uh, like a video pod live of this. Not yet. UV. Uh, has some, what is that, sir? Is that P. Diddy Ciroc? Is that the rock is that apple the flavor? And this is my fifth shot of the night. Fifth shot of the night. Okay. Okay. So you just do a shit ton of shots for your mental health. And it really makes me feel great. <laughs> yeah, it does. It truly does. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, you guys know me. Let me bring it to the dark side again, though. <laughs> okay. I feel like, uh, <laughs> I feel like alcohol is probably the worst drug known to men, to be honest. For mental health or just well, in what do you general? think about me, Busto? Just, just in general, it is in general. I don't know, man. All this those is, people is... that just like look at all the TV shows, look at the people on the street, like you know the drunk driving, the abuse that goes on in families' houses. They alcohol is so bad, so dark. Yeah, it's also good. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's also so good for you. Yeah, there's people who abuse it. There's people who abuse. I am it. so sorry. Who abuse everything. There's people who abuse everything, but if it's used in the proper way, I really feel like I don't think there's a proper use. I feel like I use it properly. There was a time when I would overdrink and and get. Oh, me too, brother. Me too. In my older years, 33 years old. Blackout galore. 33 years old now. I've learned to drink to where I'm having a good time, but I don't go overboard anymore. I'm not throwing tantrums. I'm not taking my clothes off. I'm just joking. I drink at a good level. I'm able to control myself now. And it took time to learn that. It took time to learn that. But this is mental health right here. And guys, who do you know happier than than me? Me? Be honest. Well, besides myself. Okay, well, let's let's have a discussion about who's happier here. (laughs) I think you'll be your happier. Me, I'm I'm very... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just, you know, just be honest, let's be honest where, where we're at. 100% scale of zero to 100% mental health check. This is the okay. real check. Where are you at happiness wise in your life? This could get dark or this could get really happy. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Basto, go first. Uh, let I me guess like first. I am at a, all right, go ahead. 40s. 40s or lower. That where you're at? No, for Basto, I'm guessing with Basto. Oh. I'm not going to guess. I'm just going to let it stay. I'm not going to. Buster, you're at a 2%. No, I'm not. I wanted to get real dark. 44%. I mean, yeah, maybe. Just tell us what you feel. 
I, I, I don't even put it on the spectrum. I don't even put it on, on any percentages. Sometimes I just feel numb to shit. Jesus. Damn. <laughs> My guy, that's not how we're meant to live, sir. That is not how we're meant do. to live. There, get there's out a there. few things that... Let's not get into the reasons today. No, no. Because <laughs> then it could get really dark. <laughs> so give us just a solid percentage real quick before we move on to someone else. This is a solid percentage. All right, all right. Out of, so, so we're going to do this for the mental health check is yeah. to give a percentage. Zero to 100. Yes. As of today. Yes. Right now? No, in general. Not uh, right now at this moment, but like let's say in the last two weeks, where have you been at? Not today, because I've been at thirty. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been really low. I've been really low because, because of my my shoulder has been killing me. I've been doing nothing. I've been sitting on the couch just watching dumb YouTube videos. So basically, you're saying so my this, mental health right now is in the thirties or forties. So what you're saying is this podcast is saving your life. Hey, we started as a funny <laughs> podcast. Now we're saving lives. Now we're saving lives, we're folks. Saving lives. <laughs> what? All right. Now we're saving lives. <laughs> Uh, all right, you v you, you bro, you. Truthfully, yes. Truthfully, it's on the pod, so you know it's true. I know I'm above seventy. I'd go as high as eighty-five percent. Eighty-five, okay. Eighty-five percent living life. Yes. I'm not a millionaire. That's probably the only thing that I that I really want. This you think money can get you right? happiness? Not completely, but I feel like it could get me to a solid ninety. Okay. Ninety percent, a little bit more money. I'm not a millionaire. I'm pretty comfortable. Got a bunch of kids. A great philosopher once said that no money might not give me happiness, but it can buy me a jet ski. And I've never seen anybody not happy on a jet ski. I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little, but that was the great philosopher, uh, Kenneth Powers. Look ah, him up, yes. folks, if you do not know. KP himself. So 85. I okay. 85 right now. Um, I would go with 86 for myself. <laughs> you son of a Damn, bitch. You guys are too jolly One up in him. bro. You guys are okay. happy, go lucky motherfuckers. That's how life should be, Bosto. You deserve to be happy, buddy. You deserve to be happy. I would say myself, I would say I'm honestly in the 80s, um, upper 80s, close to 90, man. Um, wow. That has to do with a lot, though. I do a lot for my mental health and a lot that makes me happy. Um, just on a personal level, I do yoga on the reg. I meditate regularly i also work out which has been tremendous for my mental health um i know you boys can tell i have the body of a greek god over here but for the folks who can't see just so y'all are knowing um uh, but let's start uh flexing <laughs> take your shirts off and get the vest <laughs> pop it off that's been really helping me i'm very aroused hey you i know everyone's different working out reading books also I'm a real believer in manifestations and saying it and it happening and me telling myself I deserve this and it's really helped my mental health and I've been really happy. This is going to sound offensive when I say this. Say it. I'm at 85% without any of that stuff that you just talked about. Well, that's great. No manifestations, <laughs> no yoga. All you clearly it, work out though, sir. You clearly work out. work out. I do work out. All it takes is a little bit of this and a little bit of this. Okay. Without that. Without this, I'd probably be 70. Okay. That's what I wanted to ask earlier. Without the beer, without the liquor, without the alcohol, probably at a solid 70. Okay. You sound like... <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm passing though, guys. I'm passing at life. Yes, you are. Passing at happiness. I really didn't mean that to sound offensive, Tommy. I really didn't. I'm just saying I, I don't meditate. Nothing can offend me, sir. Mm. Mm. Nothing could offend me. You I know, know that. I couldn't offend you. I know I couldn't. 
but I know I know Boston could because you guys would just always beef at lunch. <laughs> yeah, we would. No, I don't know what the hell that's about. But no, truthfully, I really did not mean to offend you, but I don't meditate. I don't do yoga. I don't manifest anything. I do drink a lot. It's a small part of it. Okay. I really just want to have a good time. That's how I, I see myself. That's how I see my life. Is it always at 85? Hell no. There's ups and downs all the time. But generally, I'm at 85. Another great philosopher said, another shot by UV, but uh, another great philosopher once said, life, there's a lot of lows and there's a lot of highs. And it's just, you don't get too low on the lows and too high on the highs. Sounds like You just try to stay in the middle. That was the great philosopher, uh, Gregory Popovich. Gregory Popovich. Yeah. I know him well. Yes, sir. That's actually one of the, you know, I take lessons in life from Tim Duncan. Right. Tim Duncan on the on the basketball court, probably the greatest basketball player of all time. For sure the greatest power forward of all time. But I mean, just watched him on the court, just went about his business. Might have to throw Amari Stoudemire in there. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get off get the Shut fuck your out of butt. this podcast. Get off this podcast now. If it wasn't for his injuries. <laughs> no. I mean Amari was explosive, but fuck. Uh, man. There's like I can think of eight other power forwards better than Amari Stoudemire right now. I can point. think of like twenty. Okay, yeah, off the I, dome. I was being nice. Dang, dang, guys. And don't get me wrong. We we, we already know UV's UV's soft spot for for freaking Tim Duncan. Same Bro, thing bad about Tim Duncan. But don't He's get me wrong. Prime, Prime Amari was a beast. That man was explosive. But you gave skill Duncan level wise, you gave Timmy some good battles in the playoffs. Man, he was also that. Nick for a while. Throw a Nick in there that I love. Man, he didn't do that well with the Knicks, though. His prime years were with the Suns because of Steve Nash. Let's finish this up. Let's wrap it up, guys. All right. Great episode four. I think we're starting to get the hang of it. We just have to learn how to uh, not be so long-winded and kind of bring it bring it back. We just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Example, I just did it right now. <laughs> Fill your cups up for the outro shot. Yes, sir. What what are what are you boys drinking tonight? I'm drinking my sixth shot of Ciroc apple flavored. I have drank a lot of shots tonight. I am drinking some Jim Beam apple. Shout out to everybody in Frankfort, Kentucky, listening to the pod right now. Shout out to y'all out there. The Ciroc. I got to give a shout out to everybody in France. <laughs> it says product of France from fine French grapes. Shout out nice. to the shout out to the French. Love the French. Love shout them. Shout out to P. Diddy for this as well. And Basto? And I am drinking once again Siete Lejuas Blanco tequila. Nice. My favorite tequila. They call it the father of Patron. Do they? Yeah. Interesting. They said that uh Patron stole the stole the recipe or something. All right, bro. Send a bottle my way. <laughs> right, boys. Uh shoot. Let's before we take the shot, let's do the call to action. If you guys like the show, if you guys like what we're bringing, you guys like the heat that we're bringing, then go ahead and oh, yeah. follow us on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're even on TikTok. Um, yeah, we're we all are. over the we're all over the place, guys. Follow us at the Coliseum Podcast. At the Coliseum Podcast. If you like the show, leave a positive review. Please tell your friends and family about us and just share it. Just share the link, guys. Share the link. Send it out there. We'd really appreciate yeah. it. Let's take this shot for episode four. All right, cheers, guys. And we'll let Basto take us out. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Now get the fuck out of here. All right, good night, boys. I love that outro.
All right, man. Later.